Parshas Tzav Rvi'i. Perik Ches, Pasuk Aleph, chapter 8, verse 1. So after we've concluded previously in the Parshas, talking about the different rules and the details about all the different korbanis uh, that uh, one sacrifices, now the Pasuk is going to go back to the story. It's actually... Uh, continuing in the story that we learned about in Parshas Tetzaveh. Well, in Parshas Tetzaveh we learned uh, that was done, uh, that those uh, statements that Hashem spoke to Moshe were when Moshe was on Har Sinai and God was uh, telling Moshe Rabbeinu in Tetzaveh how he should prepare uh, Aaron and his sons uh, to uh, bring them into the service to become Kahanim and uh, how to um, uh, get the Mishkan ready. Uh, we're going to learn now the preparation as we learned what Hashem told him then. Hashem is telling him again, as Rashi will say, uh, this is, he's telling him, uh, at the time that this is taking place about now uh, we went on to talk about um, in the end of Parshas Pekudei the Pasuk over there describes how they actually built the Mishkan and how Moshe Rabbeinu put it together and everything was ready and done and uh, with all the Kalim and the courtyard, and everything, everything. And then in Pasuk Lamedalet it says, So this thing that that God's glory filled the Mishkan, uh, that was sort of what we're going to read, what happened on the eighth day, uh, after the seven days of preparation. And then the Pasuk concludes over there. This is the last few verses in uh, Parshas, uh, in Chumash Shmois. So it says that Moshe could not enter into the oil moid because of the uh, cloud. And then we start, and then we go over to the Parshas Vayikra. In Vayikra it seems that now Hashem calls to Moshe and he can come into the oil moid. It seems like these Parshas of Vayikra and Tzav up to here were said after Rosh Chodesh Nisan, after the eighth day of Miluyim, after the eighth day of the the eighth day that the temple was taken apart for seven days, and then the eighth day was finally permanently put together. That's the uh, simple meaning in the pasuk, and. Therefore, now all of a sudden the Pesach is going back, backing up seven days and starting to talk about what happened on the 23rd day of Ador which is really uh, the first day of the seventh day of the Miluim of the training period and the Torah starts telling us how uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was told by Hashem at that time to go ahead and do it, and they were doing it as Hashem was telling him at that time. So we're sort of backing up, and therefore this is uh, the two parshias from the storyline 
that after we read at the end of Pekudei that Moshe Rabbeinu could not get in and then uh, um, the rest of the Vaidabers, uh, the levels of the different instructions about the Korbanis they were done after Yom HaShemini, after Rish Nisun and now we're backing up now the Ramban has a whole different interpretation but this is Rashi's interpretation Let's, we'll do the uh, Pasuk inside now. So by Dabar Hashem Moshe Lamer. So this is on the twenty-third day of Adar, this first day of the seventh day. Shem speaks to uh, Moshe and he says to Pasuk base, Kachas Aaron Vezbanov Itoi. Take Aaron and his sons together with Aaron, the Ace Habigodim, and also the garment, the Ace Shemen Hamishko and the anointing oil, the Ace Parachatos and the Bull that is brought for Achatos, there's Shneo Elim and the two rams, there's Salamatzis and the basket with the matzis. These were all the things that Hashem has already told them before in that He should bring that in order to make them in the Parshas Tetzaveh, they were told that in order to make him into the Kohen, he will need all these uh, different uh, uh, Karbonis and the, the different um, anointing in order to uh, accomplish them in their Kihuna. And this is all in, in Perik Choftes, in Chapter Choftes in, in the Sefer Shemais. And over there, the Torah talks in detail about all these things. Um, and the Pasuk right in the beginning says over there, This is what you do to consecrate them. So they should become servants to me. It says, Take one bull and two rams that are without a defect. And this is what Hashem is telling him here, to take the Shnei Ha'elim. And the Par, the Parachat, the Shnei Ha'elim. In the Pasuk, basically in Gimel, the Pasuk talks about three different matzahs and that they should bring. In the Pasuk Gimel it says, that you should place them into the basket. And that's the sal, that the sal hamatzis that we're talking. They were all made from unleavened, uh, unleavened uh, bread, soilus they were all made out of. Now the Pasuk also says there later on, Pasuk Dalet, that you should wash them, they should go to the mikveh, and then it says that you should take the garments, the Pasuk, hey, will bashtas arin, and it tells you how to dress arin, then it says you should take, in Pasuk Zion, you should take the Shemana Mishchav Yitzhak Tal So here the Pasuk is saying, take all these things, the Begodim and the Shemana Mishchav, because all these things. So... Hashem already told him what to do here, but we're going to see now at the time that this is supposed to happen. When he told him over there, this was in Har Sinai, he was telling what's going to happen. Now he's telling him a second time. As we mentioned before, uh, either everything that Hashem has said later on was fully said, these two opinions in the Gemara, was already fully said before on Har Sinai, or more, only was said in a general way, more details. But at least this uh, instructions were fully said before, because so far all the details over here are details we've already learned that Hashem has told them to do. Let's do the Rashi. Kachas Ariz, Rashi, Parshuzu Nemro, this portion was said, Shivas Yomim, seven days, Koidem HaKomas HaMishkan, before they raised the Mishkan. Uh, so although we already learned about the raising of the Mishkan uh, in the Parshas Vayakil, so, and this is before the Mishkan was raised, so Rashi is saying, Shein Mugdom there is no earlier or later in the Torah. So even though it's recorded now in the sequence 
chronologically seems like it's in the sequence as after taking place, after the Mishkan was already standing, but the truth of the matter is, this was done seven days before the Mishkan was standing. Now, Rashi has already said, this is actually Rashi, Mamidbar Perik Zayim Posik Aleph, Rashi says, when the Posik says, Rashi says over there that it doesn't say Biyoim Hokim. It says Kaloyim Moshe Lahokim. So Rashi says Malamitcha Kol Shivas Yimayim Eluim Hoyomoshe Mamidoyu Mefarkei. That Moshe would raise it and take it apart for all seven days. Uboisa Hayoyim on the eighth day Hamidoy Veloy Parkei. So he raised it and he didn't take it apart. The Kach Nemar Biyoim Kaloyim Moshe Lahokim Oisei. In other words, he finished standing up. He finished standing up because he used to stand up all the time. So, we see that the Hakim, the, when Rashi says that Rashi means before it was finally fully stood up. In the parsha that we talk about that Moshe Rabbeinu stood up, the, uh, raised the Mishkon, uh, the seventh... Uh, uh, at that time, it talks about that the Anun filled it. Uh, that is talking about the completion, not in the beginning when he just stood it up, in the Pashtip Shat. I mean, that's where the Ramban disagrees. But the Pashtip Shat is that that was the final uh, time that they, they, that they actually raised it. Then the Pasik says, Kaches Aren, take Aren. How do you take Aren? Does it carry Aren? No. Rashi says, Kochenu Bidvorim. Take him with words, you know, take him, capture his heart, his soul, his mind, and pull him that way. So, not to take him physically, but rather an emotional level. Then it says, Beis Parachatos, and the uh, bull that was from the Chatos, these that were said, in the uh, subject matter when he was instructed for the training, the Miluim, to fill their hands to get used to it, in the and now when it's actually the first day of their training, of their filling their hands, he goes ahead and he encourages them and he gets them uh, ready at the time that it's happening again. I'm telling him again about it. Pasuk Gimel Also that you should gather the entire community at the entrance to the oil mode. Now this detail that he should gather the entire community to the entrance of the oil Mayid, that detail is not written before in the Atat Tzavah. Now the entrance, it says, Hakilal Pesach El to gather them to the entrance of the El Mayid, that means that it had to be inside of, the, in the courtyard. Uh, to be by the Pesach El presumably, you had to be within the Kloyim, within those... Uh, Curtains that surrounded uh, around and around the oil uh, moyed. I mean, that was Rashi made the cheshbon in Perik Chavzai in Pasukut Ches that the whole area of the chotzer was chamishim b'chamishim, fifty amas by fifty amas. This is the as Rashi touches the pasuk chamishim b'chamishim. That that was actually what's left over after you take away the space that the Mishkan itself and the uh, took up, and then the uh, Mizbeach and all the other 
I take that back. I mean, the Mishkan itself took up the... On top of that, in the courtyard, you still had the Mizbach Oilo, and you had the, uh, the, the, the Kier, with the Kevish, and all the other things. This was all in within the Chamishim al-Chamishim. On top of that, you had to bring in now the whole community in such a small area. Because it says Pesach Oil Mayid. All the time Pesach Oil Mayid means within the Chatzar, facing the entrance of the Oil Mayid. Or even if it means not directly Pesach Oil Mayid, which would be like by the, we talk about the Mizbeach has to be mamish by the Pesach. But even if it's in the whole yard. So Rashi says, the Echud Minamikoimis, this is one of the places. We find in other places too, Shaykh Zigmuet as Amiruba, that a small place can hold. Uh, um, the many. I mean, using the general rule that Mekoyim Shalodom and Dalad Amis is the Mekoyim Shalodom, and you have 50 by 50, there wasn't really that much room in there. And here you had the Kola Eida into the Pesach Oil Mayid. Pesach Dalad. But Yas Moshe Kashet Tziva Hashem Moshe, and Moshe is done as Hashem has instructed him. But the Kola Eida Pesach Oil Mayid, and the community gathered in the entrance of the Oil Mayid. There's one thing that I'm wondering is, how does Rashi know uh, before saying that all this took place on that same day? I mean, yes, as we said, it looks like this all took place before Yom HaShemini and the Mugdamurcha Batayra. But how do we know that it's in that same day that Eivishter instructed him, that's the same day that Moshe did so? Now, one can just assume that once Hashem tells him to do it right away, maybe because if we don't find a delay, then we don't say that it was a delay. But the emphasis that Rashi says that uh, the uh, that it was actually the first day of Meluim, the Bishas Maise is maybe means actually at that same time. So it's not even a day before, it's stuck all on the Chav Gimel. That comes out, I'm just wondering how we actually know, why we can't say it was a day before, maybe then it wouldn't be Bishas Maise, it would be if it's the Chaz of we needed Bishas Maise, because technically the Ebishter has told him already uh, all the details presumably before. Now, let's say about this detail of the Hakil, it's called the Hakil of Pesach so, I mean, again, is that part of that general idea that if Hashem told him all the details at Har Sinai, He told him also the detail of Kol Ha'ida Hakil Pesach and the fact that it wasn't recorded just means the Torah didn't write it down. But it, it was instructed to him, as we find, not everything that David told him is recorded the first time around, sometimes it's later on. Or maybe this was an additional. Uh, Prat, for whatever reason, Hashem didn't tell him this detail. Maybe because this would be something uh, so phenomenal. Hirzik Mut, Samruba, how is he going to do it? So David left it for later on, for the time that he has to do it. So then this detail is not something which is new. I mean, in that case, then it is new. How exactly did this happen? I'm not sure. Look in the Mephoshim. So, maybe this also he Moshe did as Hashem is instructed right in that day. But and the community gathered to the entrance of the oil Moed. 
So Moshe says to the Edom, This is the uh, thing that Hashem said to do. Uh, generally, you also need to understand when it says Moshe spoke to the Edom, how could Moshe Rabbeinu, one person, speak to uh, 603,000? I mean, those are adults, 20 and up, and males, you know, from 20 and up, 603,000, whatever the, and change. Um, I think 550, but uh, how could one Moshe Rabbeinu speak to so many people? First of all, how they're all in the Pesach HaElmoyed, and maybe it's not Akasha, because if you can have so much people in the Pesach HaElmoyed, uh, the miraculous way that they were moved to Mazik Samruba, so then Moshe Rabbeinu is talking just in the Azor and everybody can hear. But needs to, so what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to them, it was similar to before when it says, Vayakhil Moshe, but that was Mokhras Yom HaKippurim. Uh, I mean, we're not talking about a defined place. It wasn't as defined. Moshe gathered the entire community, but it wasn't in a small place. This is a Pesach Almeida. There was no Almeida. There was no Tzibu from Lech Zamishkan yet over there. So there was uh, a, a, a larger area. Uh, but yet, the question is also there. There also says, Tziv Hashem. Uh, and Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking to all of them. How did he speak over there to all of them? But anyways, he says, Zehadavar, what does it mean, Zeh? Zeh means like you're showing us something. Zehadavar, Hashem Hashem Nasi. This is the thing. Uh, usually you should say, Shimu Hadavar, listen to what Hashem said. But here it's like, Zeh is pointing at the, the finger. And we had already this thing, uh, Zeh, uh, several times um, before, um, these things that you will see. Well, you will see that I do before you. I'm not telling you something, just you will see. This is Hashem told me to do. And don't say, that I'm doing it for my honor, for the honor of my brother, I'm doing it. Rashi says, all these subject matter, I've explained now to Tetzave. So Rashi is not going to, basically telling you, just like when it came to Vayakil Pikude, Rashi says over there in the beginning that he explained it before in the command to do so. He's not going to explain it again. Here too, Rashi tells you that he already explained to you the whole subject. According to the Pashtun, what Rashi is saying here, it seems like this statement of Zea Dova Shasiva Shamlasis. It's almost that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying it by himself. That's not what Hashem tells him to say. Moshe basically is cautioning them, and he's saying, don't say I'm doing it all for Lekvayt Lekvayt Abba. He's making an introductory statement. He's saying to them, you should know this is Hashem. So this is like in addition, before he's giving over what Hashem says, so he's saying to them that you should know that this is what Hashem said to do. Uh, And... Uh, or maybe this was part that Hashem told him to do. When it says before, so that was the, looks like the tzibu was to, from Hashem, that is, so Moshe Rabbeinu does that. When he gathers them, he adds his own piece, or maybe Hashem told him to say this so that he would say that. The Pasuk, it seems like almost, as Rashi says, that Moshe Rabbeinu sort of was trying to caution himself. So Pasuk Vav, 
Vayakri Moshe's Aaron was born, Vayirchas Oisim Bamaim. So Moshe brought Aaron and his son's clothes and he washed them in water. Of course, that means in the mikveh. What does it mean so much? Vayirchas Oisim, he bathed them. And the mikveh you go into. What does it mean he bathed them? He bathed them and then he told them to bathe. Maybe that's why it's called Vayirchas. And Rashi tights the, in the, in the Posik Dalad in Tetzave over there in Perich of Tes, the Posik is Berachatz to Zutfilas Kolaguf. That this means the immersion of the whole body, which means that this is the going to the mikvah. Posik Zayin, Vayitin Olov Esakusainus, and he placed upon him. Him refers to Aaron over here. So first he plays the kusoynus, that is the shirt that goes on his body. And he girded him with the uh, avnit, with the sash, with the gartle. Then he dressed him up with the uh, robe that goes on top. And he plays the ephod on top of him and then he girded him with the uh, with the band with the string of the Rashi said before already he adorned him with it but in Pasik Zion we learned about that he dressed him the uh, garments he dressed uh, he dressed him the Garments, so we learned that he dressed him the kusoynus and the avnet, and he put him on the meil, and then on the meil he put on the ephod, and he uh, girded him uh, with the cheshev ephod. That's the band of the ephod. loy so that he adorned him with him. Rashi touched before in Parshas Tetzaveh when the pasuk hey says the vafadet to. Uh, Rashi says, "Kashit v'taki nachagura v'hasiner svivaisov." Kashit means adorn and fix that the strap and the sinner. That's the as Rashi earlier said that the aphoid is a kind of a sinner svivaisov, uh, and that's why it's called v'afadeton. Here it says v'yefad loy boy. So posuk ches v'yosem olav es hachoshen. He placed upon him the Choshen. Now the Choshen is the one that had, uh, we learned before in great detail in the Parshas Tetzaveh and then later on in uh, Pekude uh, about the, uh, the stones uh, of all the tribes that were uh, placed, uh, the four rows of three rows each, uh, of three in each uh, on each row. Uh, they had the names of the tribes in order they were born and um, and so he placed the on in the choshen and vayiten ala choshen as urim vasatumim, and into the choshen he placed the urim and the tumim. What is the urim as urim? The klashi that is kisav shel shem hamefurish. That's a writing on a on a on a parchment. I'm saying parchment. Rather, it's a writing of the explicit name of Hashem is on there which he placed into the folds of the Choshen. Now in the Pashas Tetzaveh before it actually doesn't mention this detail um, it says uh, this detail of placing the Urim Vetumim into the Choshen. In Pasuk hate the Pasuk in Perich of Tez, the Pasuk says that he should give him the Choshen However uh, Earlier in the 
in Perik Chofches, uh, in Posik Lamed, um, when the Torah talks about the construction of the Big Tekuna and the, the garments of the Koyen uh, Godel, the Torah says, Venosatel Choshina Mishpot, as Saurim Ves Hatumim. And then the Posik says over there, Vahoyu Alev Arein, Bevoyu Lifne Hashem. And they shall be an Aaron's heart when they come before Hashem. So that Aaron will carry the Mishpat of the Bnei Yisrael on his heart, always before Hashem. And Rashi touched over there as a universal to him that that is the Kasab, the writing of the Shema Mephitish, as Rashi says here. But Rashi is more elaborate over there. Rashi says he used to put it into the folds of the Choshen, as we learned that the Choshen, he was supposed to uh, fold it up. As the Pasik said earlier in Pasik Tezayin over there in Perich of Ches, that it was Koful, that it was folded up, and it was folded up, it was laying in front of him. Uh, those folds he placed the Ksav of the Shem HaMafayrish. And Rashi brings down from the Gemara of there from Yoima that why is it called Urim Vetumim? Because Shal Yodoy, through this Kesav, who made he would lighten up his words, his words would light up, Umetamim as Dvorov, and then his words would be uh, complete, would be wholesome, uh, that will be. Uh, uh, um, the message when they would ask, as we learned later on in Tanakh, they would ask by the Koyen Gadol, and then there were certain letters uh, they would shine, and that's how they would uh, understand the, the message, uh, and that's why it's called the Urim uh, Vitumim. And Rashi also brings down over there that in the second base of Mikdash there was a Choshen, but uh, it did not have uh, the um, the uh, the Urim Vitumim. Uh, we had to have a Choshen, that's one of the Begodim, but the Urim Vetumim it didn't have. And uh, as the Postik in Bamidbar of Zion Rashi brings down, that you would ask the Mishpat Urim, that means that's the judgment. That's why we say that it's called Venosa Arnes Mishpat Bnei Yisrael, the judgment, you know, how they should. Uh, do as Rashi teaches they would uh, be judged and figured out you know ruled basically uh, what to do or not to do that's what would be done through the uh, by asking in the Shema, in the Urim V'tumim by the Kohen Godel so even though it says it looks like almost that is two things but from the Rashi there it seems clear that we're talking about the same thing. It's just, it is shine and it was metamim, and that's why it's called ves. Let's look in further, the old Mepharshim talk about there, the Ramban has a lot to say about the Urim Betumim and all the other Mepharshim. But we'll go by the Posik test. Vayosem es hamitznefes al And he placed the hat on top of his head. Vayosem al hamitznefes, and then he placed on top of the mitznefes el muponov, uh, facing uh, his face, or his front, as tzitzazov. That was the silver uh, plate. Nezer uh, hakodesh, that was the holy crown 
uh, as we learned before, the tzitz had the words Kodesh Hashem engraved in it, as Hashem instructed Moshe. Rashi says, So here the Apostlech says that he placed the uh, tzitz on uh, top of the mitznefes. So first he put the mitznefes, and then by Yosem Allah mitznefes, on top of the hat he put the tzitz. And Rashi tells you briefly what Rashi has already elaborated earlier, because there seems to be a contradiction in some places, and Rashi explained that what you placed on the mitznefes was pesile techeles, there were strands, uh, strings made out of the techeles, out of the blue wool, hakavuyim bitzitz, that were set in the tzitz, nosan alha mitznefes, he placed that on the hat. Nimtso, so it would turn out that hatzitz tolui bimitznefes, that the tzitz was hanging onto the mitznefes, onto the hat. So Moshe took the anointing oil, and he anointed the Mishkon, and everything that was in the Mishkon, and he consecrated them, he made them holy. Now, while the Pasuk was going basically in the order, the way we learned earlier in the instructions of how to uh, get him ready for... Um, uh, the uh, seventh day of the Miluyim, uh, the Posig Yudin Yudalev, the Posig tells us, Navayikach Moshe, Shemen Hamishcho, Moshe took the anointing oil, Vayimshach, as Hamishkon, Ves Kola Sherboi, Vayikadish Yusuf. Now, briefly, in this parsha, in the beginning, in Posig Al and Beis, the Pasuk just tells him basically to take the anointing oil, similar to what it says over there, and the anointing oil in Perik Choftes and Tetzaveh. And over there, the Pasuk says that he used anointing oil to anoint uh, Moshe, I mean to anoint Arin, as we learned in the Pasuk over here, over there. In the in this Pesukim, the, uh, the basic basic Gimel are only recorded what Hashem tells him. All the other details uh, that... Uh, the specifics we don't read over here Hashem telling him again this time this is all based on what we've learned before in Parshish Tetzave in Perik uh, over there though it doesn't say this next to Psukim that he took the oil and he anointed the Mishkan and everything that's in it and he consecrated it also prosecute Aleph it says he sprinkled from the oil seven times and then he anointed the Mizbeach and all of the vessels and also the Kir that's the Kalim um, that were outside uh, uh, and its base of the kir, to consecrate them. And Rashi says, We were they instructed with the sprinkling. We don't find the sprinkling of seven times before in the Posik. Now, in Pedic Mem, in the end of Pekudei, uh, when Hashem is saying to Moshe to uh, raise up the, the, the Mishkan on Rishchei Nisan, that's Shmini Lamiluim, 
over there, the Pasik says, Pasik tes, Velokachtos Shemen Amishko, Amishko, Umashachtos, Amishko, Veskola Sheboy, Vikidashto, Oiso, Veskol Kalov, or Yukodish. And then Mashachtos Mizbach, Oilo, Veskol Kalov, Vikidashtos Amizbech, Voya Mizbech, Kodesh Kodoshim, Umashachtos Akir, Veskana, Vikidashti Oiso. So over there, uh, it's talking about, specifically, we see, it says, Mishkon Vekola Sheboy. He says a kol kelov, but he mentions specifically the mishich of the mizbech and the kiran kani. But that is all taking place on bayoyim hashmini on rishchidish nisan. Here, as Rashi began, said that this parsha was talked seven days before that comes a mishkan. Over there too, there's no seven hazoyes, but there's no seven times. Uh, that's why Rashi says So it comes out that now they were uh, sprinkling also on the Mizbeach seven times, beginning with Chav Gimel Oder, uh, beginning with the Shiva Simeon Miluyim, and as we'll see later on, the process was repeated for all the uh, seven days. But now Posig Vov goes back to what takes place with Aaron Bonov. Posig Vov, Ayakri Moshe's Aaron Vez Bonov. So Moshe brings close Aaron and his sons. Uh, um, no, um, Actually, so now he sprinkles from the anointing oil on Aaron's head, and then he anoints him to consecrate him. So, what does it mean? He pours and then he anoints him. First, he would pour on his head, and then later on, he would put it in between the eyelashes of his eyes, and he would pull from with his finger from one uh, to the other. So there were two things. There was one Yitzikei he poured, and then he would be Moshechit. Rashi in Perich of Tespos Zayin, where it says the instruction to do so, Rashi says, This was also the type of he puts oil on his head, and in between the eyebrows of his eyes, and he connects them with his finger. Um, and that looks like the letter Kof, or the Greek Kof. Um, the, um, it looks like, I mean, wasn't sure, when we learned that then, wasn't sure, uh, it, could, it had to be to put the oil before they put the mitznefes on. I mean, they didn't put, then they couldn't put it on his head. So even though in the Pasik it says afterwards, but that's the order it has to be, because how are they going to do it with the tzitz covering his forehead um, and the hat on his head? I don't know. I have to look this up, how this works. So now Moshe dress, uh, brings the Bnei Aaron clothes, kutonis, and he dresses them, the shirts, dresses the avnit, Boys, and he puts on their hats, a little bit different than they always than the mitznefes, but it's big boys. as Hashem has instructed Moshe. And that means that he tied them, he tied up and them the the hats. The hats were tied, sort of around their head. Now, although the pasuk doesn't mention it over here, but in Pashas Tetzave, the pasuk says that they had to. Um, also do the same thing uh, with the sun. Uh, it says, um, 
Actually, I take that back. Over there, it does not say he did not do so to his sons. The Mashiach was only for the Koyen HaMashiach, was only for the Koyen Gadol. The Mashiach of the other Koyanim, that took place only under Shchedesh Nisan. That's recorded before in Perik Mem, but not in the beginning of the Shiva Simei That was only Aaron.